0: Get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, eh? Bonga Fish, Angari. Glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the privilege, the honor to be gathered unto you. Unto the Lord shall the gathering of his people be. For your precious presence in this place. Thank you because you are here to touch lives. To change lives. To minister to hearts. Thank you. For the special encounter that you will grant everyone in this place. Special encounter with your word and with your spirit. That we will never recover from. Thank you Lord. And thank you for your word that will come expressly with precision. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for the ministry of angels here. Thank you. Thank you. And now we are open completely to receive from you. No heart is closed against your words. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Do you have your Bible here today? (laughs) If you don't, I feel sorry for you. I mean, it's not right to come to the house of God. And This time around, when I'm in the house of God, I'm in church without your Bible. Okay? In fact, you should have a Bible to yourself. You should have a copy of the Bible to yourself, either in hard copy or soft copy. You understand? Uh, you should have it. Otherwise, how can you be a Christian without a Bible? You know, some students, when they are leaving home, they pack everything else except their Bible. They leave the Bible behind. They don't think they should come with the Bible that's wrong that's wrong as a Christian your Bible should be a book that you don't toy with because you see in reality all of your greatness is in that book but because you've not discovered so you don't know you think it's, it's just a religious book you know uh, full of code of conduct. no that's not what the Bible is Oh well, the Bible is just to make us mo- morally good. No. It's far beyond that. The secret of greatness is in the Word. Not only greatness but the supernatural life. If you want to live beyond this this plane of life, you want to live beyond this world, you need to get the Word of God into yourself. It's not for you to have it just so that you can behave good and behave well and don't hurt anybody and don't curse anybody. and No, that's not the reason. The word of God will put you above in life and it will cause you to be conformed to the image of Christ. In other words, you become like Jesus. And when you studied about Jesus in the scriptures on earth, who was he? He was a master. Over all circumstances. situation and it is joy that we also function like him if we don't we have not fulfilled our calling he called us just to be like him the bible says as he is so are we in this world that's legal you see there's a legal part to salvation There's the vital part the legal part is that he has done something the vital part is what is that to me now okay what he has done am i supposed to do with it that's the vital part i believe you're smart i want to show you briefly the power of conviction i want to talk to you on the power of conviction and i want you to open your bible to the book of hebrews hebrews chapter number 11 reading from the first verse Hebrews chapter number 11, reading from the first verse. Fast fingers, have you found it? Hebrews chapter number 11, now read verse 1. Want to go? Amplified does not have, amplified version of the Bible does not have what is not in the original. Now, the amplified version of the Bible does not mean. That we are trying to, that is adding what is not there. What it does is it breaks it down. For instance, I want rice. If King James says, I want rice, amplified will go further to explain. I am actually hungry. I want to eat rice. You, you see that? Same thing, but King James shorten it. But amplified will go further for you to have a clearer understanding of what it's actually saying. Are you still out there? Good. So, in the Amplified Version, to make this clear up, it says, Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed, of the things we hope for. It says, Being the proof of things we do not see. And the conviction of their reality. One day we'll talk about faith. This is big. Faith, perceiving as real facts, what is not revealed to the senses? That's faith. It perceives something that is not revealed to your senses as real facts. You see, and I want to talk to you about the power of conviction. Now listen. In life, you must have convictions. You must. What's conviction? It means firm belief. You understand? What you believe strongly. That which, no matter what happens, you, you can't change your mind. Because you, you just believe it. The a firm belief, a strong belief. Some people have it, some don't have it. The Bible talks about that man that is unstable in his ways. You see, he's like a reed. He's like that, that leaf that's blown anywhere by the wind. You have to learn to be stable in your life. You must have something that you believe in. And in Christianity, we have convictions. We have convictions. For instance, Jesus is Lord. is one of our convictions. Some people can give their life for it. Because they are convinced. They are convinced about it. They can give their life. You cannot make them doubt it. Jesus is Lord of my life. They will tell you anywhere, put a gun, stick a gun in their head and say, I'll shoot. They say, Go ahead and shoot. Jesus is the Lord of my life. They have come to believe it, they've come to hold it dear. Do you understand? They've come to accept it as a fact, as a reality in their lives. And so they cannot they cannot doubt. Somebody has said that if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. What a life. Some people don't stand for anything. Because that's what convictions mean. It means what you stand for. There are some things that I can never doubt. I, I can't... I mean in my work with God. Why? I have conviction. A strong one concerning it. So as a Christian, if you don't have these, you'll be shaken. Sometimes circumstances will shake you up. Situations will shake you up. Well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm very busy. That's why... In the last few few weeks, I've not been going to church. Mm, what are you doing? You know, I've been trying to prepare for my exams and for my test. You see, you don't have conviction. You don't understand what you believe. You thought it's just a mere religion. You thought it's just ah, uh, uh, Of course, it's, it's a religion. I mean, we go to church on Sunday. What do you expect? It's just a religion. You see, the voice of a man without convictions. He doesn't understand what it means to come to church. He doesn't understand what it means to serve God. He does not understand. He thinks it's just one of the various things you do. I mean, you know, uh, one time they hack somebody. Um, they say, what are you doing now? He said, I'm in school. They say, okay, so after school, what will you do? He said, ah, that is a secondary school um, guy, teenager, he said, uh, I, will, I will go to the university. They said, all right, so after that, what else? He said, yeah, what, what do you mean, what else? Um, yes, I'll come out of the university, and uh, I'll start working. I'll look for a job and get a good job. Okay, and I'll start working and making money. So they say after that, what else? Then he was beginning to think, what do you mean, what else? Like, I'll get married, settle down with my kids. My wife and uh, we begin to grow and make more money and do more stuff for ourselves. And they said, "All right. After that, what else?" "Say, what do you mean, what else?" <laughs> My children will go and marry, <laughs> and they will begin to produce their own children. <laughs> then the fellow said, "And what else?" That he, he wasn't sure anymore what the guy was expecting. He said, then we will all grow old. and become grandma. I will become a grandpa. My wife become a grandma. After that, what else? Then he got fed up and said, then we will all die. <laughs> what a life. The life of a failure. Some people think that's what life is about. They don't even understand what, who Jesus is. What he came to achieve for us. And what he came to make us. If all that Jesus did was for you to live that kind of life, he has failed. That means he failed. You are acting and living as though life is physical. Life is spiritual. I need to tell you this truth: the, the physical world is inside the spiritual world. All you see is not all there is. Be making mistake because you look around now, you can see us here, and then you can see me, and then you can see the decoration. And say, well, if they ask you, what are you seeing right now? You're you're looking at the walls. Of course, I can see the wall, I can see you can see this fellow, that one in green, that one in blue, I can see that. Because you are only limited by your physical, your optical eyes. In reality, there's more that is happening here that you cannot see. It takes spiritual eyes to see that. If God opens your eyes, then you see that one. And that's, in that other realm, which is called the spiritual realm, that realm is greater than this one. It's bigger than this one. That's why some things happen in your life. You can't understand how, how come, where it came from, what happened. Everything was all right this morning. Until this afternoon, something went wrong. What, what's going on? What happened? It wasn't like this. I didn't even perceive that it happened. What's going on? Because something already took place in the realm of the spirit. And it will have to produce here. It has to show up. Life is spiritual. Some of you get in some struggles. You wonder why are you in these struggles. Something has happened for us there. You see why you need to really understand what you're doing in Christianity? It's not a religion. You see, God went so far, He went all the way to give you His best. That's not for nothing. There Must be a reason behind it, it's not so that you can live and work somewhere, and after that, then you grow old, and then you have grandchildren, and then you die. What kind of life is that? That's the life of an unbeliever living like a dog. A dog could say the same thing about that, it could say the same thing. Say, I mean, you know, I'll have children, I have wife, I have children. After having children, I work. Of course, dogs, work. that some of them why do they keep them in the compound to chase away thief? So he works and works and two becomes a grandpa and so on and so forth. And then the time comes, he dies. So you see, how are you better than the dog? You can't live your life like that. There is something called the life, a life of purpose, where you yourself you have become, oh God, the extension of God, where you touch other people's lives. That's all that counts before God. But if you don't even know about it, how do you do it? You see, that's our conviction. That's why some of us, we we go all the way. Because we understand that God sent us here for something. We believe it. It's a strong belief. We know it. We can't doubt it. We know. And so we go for it. We can give anything. We give all just to touch someone else's life. Because we recognize that that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Not to live for ourselves and to live the life of an ordinary man. But to live to be an extension of the hand of God. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that does not in any way mean that everybody is going to become a pastor. That's not what it means. It just simply means take your place in the kingdom of God. Everyone has a place. But how do you do it without believing in something? That's why you need to be taught. All right. Now, um, I want to show you something about these guys. First Samuel. Did, did, Did I say Samuel? Daniel, book of Daniel. I wanted to see how men who have convictions. Father went because of what they believe. You know, your convictions will drive you. Amen. I uh, in the third chapter, Book of Daniel, you know, the Bible talks about these three guys. Okay. By the name Shadrach. Uh, I hear people name their children that today. Meshach, but I've never heard anybody name the child Ab- Abednego. Have you heard that? But I've heard of Shadrach. And it sounds like there's Meshach too. But Abednego, uh-uh. Or oh, Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Alright, these three Hebrew guys believe so much in God. Now, the interesting thing about their life is this. These guys didn't have the scripture like we do today. You have From Old Testament to the New. A lot of 66 books. Can you imagine? 66 books. A lot of chapters to read. And to learn from. They didn't have all of that. They only heard stories. They heard about how God dealt with their forefathers. Their fathers. How God dealt with Moses. Helped them cross that Red Sea. And so on and so forth. Those were just what they heard. And probably these things that were written down. What happened? Because Moses wrote some of those things down. That they were able to read. These were just a few things. Those were what they read. And yet they stood for God. As though they have seen God. They had never seen God. And on a sudden day. Now you have to understand these folks. These guys were actually brought. They were brought in. From Jerusalem. They were taken captive. To this land. Babylon. And when they were brought here. They were brought here to be slaves. But somehow, 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 you know, um, they were lifted. Uh, The king lifted them, promoted them. You read that um, from the beginning, preceding chapters to understand that. And then finally, those that came to be slaves, now they are taking good position. They put them in good positions, So they became one of the rulers, you know, in the land. And then on a certain day, the king, Nebuchadnezzar, very proud guy. He didn't think think that there was any God higher than him. And then out of his pride, he decided one day to build his own figure, his own statue. And then he says, hello! Announce it everywhere! That everybody should bow at the sounding of the trumpets, the cymbals, and all those music instruments. Let them bow and worship. My statue. Isn't that crazy? How human beings have made themselves God. There are people that still do that today. Hmm. So let's read from there. Let's see what happened. So these Hebrew guys, let's see what happened. They serve God. You know, some people, oh God, they, they claim to be Christians. But when they come into a tight situation, it's time now for them to bow to something. They won't think twice. They say, ah, man, I'm not foolish. I need to make money from here. I make money. I will give God in the house of God. I will will spend money in the house. I will go and give in the house of God. I will pay my tithes. You see? They are not thinking correctly. You don't have what you stand for. And that's why you fall for anything. These guys have convictions. They said, no, 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 we are not going to do it. Now, they, they understood... The repercussion. They understood what this would cause them. Not only might it cause, cause them their, their offices or their positions, but it could cause them their lives because the king said anyone that would not do it should be thrown into the fiery furnace. Like another translation, blazing furnace. That means fire. And so they knew this. And they said, oh, listen to them. Let's let's read that from there, from that that place. Hmm. All right, now Daniel chapter number three, verse eight. Now I want to read from verse eight. Hmm, I've already told you about that one. Let's let's read from verse twelve. <clears throat> There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over their affairs. Now they went to report these guys to the king. Whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods. They don't serve the king's gods. Nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. That's his own image that he has set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, being a pr- proud guy, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O oh Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Well, I'll give you another chance. Now, if you be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet? Flute, harp, sackbut, soldiery, and obscema, and all kinds of music, you fall and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Proud guy, I mean. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said, You know, there are Christians today that cheat in the examination hall. no conviction. He said, I mean, it's an opportunity. Ah, God understand. you want me to fail. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, you want to pass here and miss heaven. What is wrong with you? Are you no longer a Christian? Why are you living like this? Like an unbeliever. So what is the essence of the Christ that you have received? If you cannot stand for him. In these kingdoms there are are principles. There are things to follow. The word of God has been given us. So no man will have any excuse. The Bible says thou art inexcusable man. You will not have an excuse when you face the master. Because he has given you all the instructions that you require. The word of God is, is is very clear. So how then could you just fall for anything? I mean somebody just come up and say, okay, um, sorry, can you just help me do it? He's giving you bribe. You're collecting it. You know that's wrong. But you saw the money. Ah, this is money. Yeah? <laughs> At this moment, this period that I need money. So, yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. Bring it. <laughs> All the time your conscience was talking, but you ignored it. What's your conscience? The voice of your spirit. And that always comes from God. The devil will never tell you. To do what is right. Never. Say it's the devil. No it's my mind. Your mind will never. Because your mind always wants to teach you. Push you in the way of the world, Except that mind is renewed. So who is telling you? Definitely God. You see that? You get a contract, you purposely cheated the fellow, the other person. To even make the matter worse, the one you're cheating is a Christian. God will hold you responsible. You don't know. If you didn't know, you better know now. God doesn't joke with things like that. You're cheating his own his own child. And sometimes we even we cheat an unbeliever and the fellow discover and that's why they've rubbish Christianity. They think we are all the same. They say Christian I work with them. I had one deal with the Christian brother. Worse. That's why today many people don't respect pastors. They don't. Why? Because of their encounter with some who call themselves pastors. Guy is asking for money. And they think that all pastors, all they are after is money. You must be crazy to think I'm asking I'm all after I'm after your money. You know who my father is. Boy, I'm a prince. Including the money that you have. And where you're getting it from, everything is mine. I'm a joint heir with Christ. You see, when a pastor has this kind of conviction, when a Christian has this kind of conviction, you will never come down to that kind of level. Nonsense. Have I ever asked you yet? Everybody so The Lord is asking us to do something. If the Lord asks me to, I'll do it. If it has to do with your progress. But if he doesn't, I will never say it. So see, take, take seat now, take it. Come and slap it on the altar. Come and slap it on the altar. You know, at the supernatural exam success service, while I was saying, please, there's something that you have to do right now. Somebody right there was thinking, right there. Oh, he wants us to sow Because I didn't mention it. It's not everything God reveals to us that we we'll say. While I was talking, there's something you have to do right. Make sure you do. I wanted to tell you about the praise. Someone is already thinking something else. How dare you? That's an insult. You didn't call me. God called me. So you take care of me. Don't you understand? I'm not a fake. Glory to God. So these are the things that bring about the insults. Because some, they don't even know the word of God to have convictions. I believe strongly that he sent me and he will take care of me. That's my conviction. One of them. For instance, I believe that I would never die like a candle. I, I, I just know. He's in my spirit. Do you understand? I'm convinced. If I were to find myself in a place and your place is crashing, is crashing down, I believe that there is one person that will leave that place unhurt, unscrashed. That would be me. If they ever said only one person will survive it, I know that would be me. Why? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I will never be defeated in my life. Those things didn't come just because I wanted to thank them. And I've told you several times, there was a time in my life that I loaded myself with a lot of junks from, from home videos. As I was growing up, we watched plenty of home videos in the house. And you know those home videos, especially those days, there was always herbalist, there was always witch doctor, there was always a witch somewhere um, affecting the other fellow. There's, there was always a bad friend so you couldn't trust anybody because of what you watched. There was always someone that is always looking out for you to put your slippers outside the door. So they can pour something. Some juju. There is some, someone who is always watching out for your clothes on the line. So that they can take it and take it to the witch doctor. There is someone who is always looking for your mother's name. So that they can take it to the witch doctor. Call your name and call your mother's name in the calabash. There you know, is no full of fears and fears and fears. And then they paint the picture live is hard. I still remember what that I watched. The whole story about it is that life is very tough and hard. In reality. All those things, I put them inside me. Because of the home I grew up in. We watch plenty of these things. But when, ah, yeah. when, <laughs> when I came in contact with the word of God. And I began to put this thing inside my spirit. It began to renew my mind. I started seeing myself differently. I started thinking differently. I started thinking like a king. I mean, one day I was was out in Lagos. Somewhere in Lagos, I believe around Victoria Island. And um, my dad and I were walking on the streets. And he couldn't understand why I was behind. He was going before me and I was behind. He thought I was wasting time. All the time I was looking at the skyscrapers. I said, thank you, Jesus. My name is on every one of them. I'm a jointed with Christ. It all belongs to me. I was confessing that. Because knowledge had come. Do you understand? You know, when you have the word of God, you think wiser. Not even think wiser. You become wiser even than your daddy. Who doesn't? You see things differently. Do you understand? You don't think like them. When they talk any in the house, they're saying something, they're down. You, You don't talk like them. And when you begin to talk the word, you look like you're strange to them. They look at you like... What's the matter with you? You like deceiving yourself. They won't understand your language. Why? You have a different kind of language now. It's a language that came from the word. I am serious. I'll never be poor in my life anyway. <laughs> ho, 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 Back to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay, so, verse, verse 16. Shut up, Meshach, and Abednego, knowing the consequence of this, answered and said to the king, O oh Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery of fathers. Hey? Did God tell you that he would deliver you? He says he's able. All right, he's able. But he didn't say he would do it. Okay, so what is this? Convictions. How did they know? this God that we are talking about, they must have been thinking in their mind, was the one that parted the Red Sea. He was the one that destroyed Pharaoh. We heard about it. We read about it. Their convictions. All right now. Let's read done. And he will, he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Uh, but, if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. If God does not deliver us, we will still not bow, like David said, "Though he slay me, I will trust in Him." Think about it. Wow, what's this guy thinking of? See, so yeah lady, um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have any sexual intercourse with any man until I'm married. It's my husband that will be the first person. So I want to keep my virginity. But then something happens, then you fall. Your convictions were not strong. What are you thinking? (laughs) It's because I love him. You do? If your convictions... How could you have fallen in love? A Christian does not fall in love. We stand in love. Do you understand? We don't fall in love. It's true. Hey. How could you be that stupid? I thought you said you wanted to keep your virginity. Hey, yes. But I told the guy that there would be no sense when we were starting a relationship. Ooh-hoo. What do you think the guy wanted from you in the first place? What do you think? You, you thought that he came to you because he just wanted to be looking at your face. Oh, you must be kidding. He came to look for something. And he will follow through until he got it. Do you understand? He will have to get it. And the period is, is 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 working on getting it, he yeah, boy, it will be the nicest, the coolest, the softest, most you know, everything. See so that guy is so caring. Uh uh-huh, He's looking for something, he's about to get it. <laughs> and he will deceive you into it and get that thing. And says bye bye afterwards. If he doesn't say bye-bye, he keeps you there. He say, Yeah i got somebody that i can work on anytime (laughs) that level of pursuit will drop but not completely because he knows he still needs you you understand (laughs) it broke my heart it's not supposed to break your heart jesus is in your heart they don't break her glory to god (laughs) what are you thinking no convictions the other guy says, you know, hmm, I'm a Christian. I know the word of God. And so, I keep my body and uh, only my wife. <sighs> but then, there's a young lady who's closer and always coming around him. And he says, uh, this one is tempting me. I, I, I thought you said, that is no convictions. Even when the lady is trying to touch you. Because there is something on the inside that you carry. Do you understand? There is a belief. There is something. There is this conviction. You say, excuse me. I don't do this. I don't. They say, I understand. Now say, can you stand up get out of my house? we will be wondering, what kind of a man is this? Are you sure you are a man at all? Ha <laughs> ha! You see, what an insult. Some men have insulted others. Because some behave like dogs. So they think everyone is a dog. No, everyone is not like you, excuse me. Say not me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Why is Shadrach's story going to. uh, All right, let's back to this. Mm -hmm. All right, verse 19. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore, he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace. The furnace was seven times more than it was once to be heated. He says, make it seven times hotter. That's what he told them. Okay, And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Now, remember, this was a very first, it was hot on its own. Then he, he says to those men, he got so hungry. You know, this proud guy, like what he could look around and see the other folks, the princes, all of them standing and hearing this. He felt really embarrassed. You said this in the front of this. Ah, ah I would deal with them. You you people just hold on. Then he commands his men, the mighty men. He says, I want you to go and make this fire seven times hotter. And they did. Then he says, take them. Hey. Verse 21. Then these men were bound in their coats, their horses and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. I want to, you, you need to see something now. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and... now, one, one moment. Those that took them to throw them in, he is trying to let you know how hot that fire was. Those that were trying to throw them in got barely closer and got slew by the fire. But, oh God, I love this. But these guys, these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell down bound in the midst of the burning fire furnace. And you can imagine Nebuchadnezzar taking his wine when he saw them fall. He said, good for you. <laughs> then Nebuchadnezzar, but something, 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 something happened. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste hmm? and spake and said unto his counselors, did not we cast three men down into the midst of the fire? They answered and said oh, to the king, True, O oh king. He answered and said, "Lo, no, I see four. I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurts. And the form of the false one is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace, and spake, and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He mm, he had to honor them now. He is servant of the Most High God. You see, he saw something he had never seen before in his life. He called their God the Most High God. This was somebody that had no respect for God. You know, when you hold on to your conviction, some people, they have no choice than to, you know, to celebrate your God with you. Have you ever seen somebody who is pressing... Hard on you. Just want to make you do the wrong thing. Pressing hard on you. He's even threatening you. Maybe at work or somewhere else. But you stand your ground. He de- for one reason. You say I'm a Christian. I'm born again. I don't go in that direction. Listen. Later on he will bow. He may be threatened at first. But later on. Your God shows up. And by himself. He may even call you and say. Can you tell me about this God? I- I'm really amazed. Amazed. Boy and young man worked in the place so-called christian and then the day the day came they called him two of his boss his bosses, two of them they called him and sat down sat him Sorry. down and said we want you to help us with some forgery because we're going to be getting some goods from the other company so you're going to write um that we got more or we got less so that more money can come in he says, "Okay, what when it comes in, what happens?" He says, "Of course, we're going to. You know what that means? That means you're going to get from me. We're going to give you your share. We're going to get." It. So they negotiated. So they say, "Okay, um, seventy 30. He Say, "No, that's too small." So they ne- negotiated anyway. They agreed, and the guy decided to forge because he was the one in charge of that that part of the of the company. So he forged the so-called um, the, he forged on the documents, and then they sent that, and they've been doing that from time to time, but then. The day, he, 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 told, he got disturbed because they didn't give him his share. So he got disturbed like, what's going on here? You guys are not giving me. We promise you, promise you are not giving me. He got disturbed. Then, the next thing he noticed, those same two guys sacked him. Because they had the right. When they sacked him, he got really confused. What's going on? Then, there was another Christian in the same organization. They called that one. They found out somehow that the guy had the qualifications. But they called him and said, you had the qualifications to fill, fit in this role. He, he said, yes. He said, okay. Alright now, but w- on one condition, we'll give you this job. That Christian was really suffering. I mean, the home was bad. He was just working here as a, as a cleaner. Now they want to promote him to a high position. Said, no, But you know what? You need to do this and this for us. Forge this. So they told him the same thing. Because the guy is a good Christian. The guy said, no. Uh, uh, he said, excuse me, I need to think about this. So he walked away, thinking about it. He said, I can't do it. I'm a Christian. No, 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 I can't do this. Though we are suffering, so, but, but, I can't, but I can't do this. And the guy came back and said, I'm sorry. I, I can't do it. I'm a Christian. And he said, do you know what you're saying? Are you crazy? You know what you will lose? He said, I can't do it. I know, but uh, I'm a Christian. I can't do this. It's convictions. He thought in his heart, no, I can't go in that direction. No, Jesus will not be happy with me. Do you think like that? What would Jesus think? That's what he was thinking. Oh, no, I can't. I'm not talking about a fool that would say, I will do it. I will ask for forgiveness. That's a fool. This one says, no, I can't. And then he stood up and said, I really appreciate. This is painful, but I, I, I can't. As he walked, stood up to walk away, they called him back. They said, sit down. You are the guy we've been looking for. They didn't know. The other guy didn't know that he was tested. They wanted to promote him to head one of the branches somewhere. To be the boss, overall boss. But they tested him. He failed. So this guy passed. They said, you are just the kind of person we've been looking for. And that guy was promoted to head one of the branches. Convictions. How how could you just be falling for anything? Sometimes you want to please your friends. So because of that, you you know, as a Christian, you're not supposed to be found amongst them drinking. But because you don't want them to feel like, oh, this guy is becoming proud. You don't don't want all of that. So you try to dance their tune. So you all sit down at that joint. And then you say, oh, I don't want to. You sit down there and you're drinking with them. What a shame. Why? Human beings. And you know what? Those guys may get to know the truth later and change and go in the way of the Lord. But you that knew the truth, that should have preached to them and helped them. He he leaves you there. Now, they they leave you there. Now, they have made you to sin against your God. He say, is that sin? Not necessarily, but the Bible says the one that knows to do good and doesn't do it to that man is a sin. You knew what was right, but you didn't do it. So it has become a sin. How much you respect God. How much you honor the Holy Ghost. My conviction is that my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so, I'm not supposed to join it with any harlot. He said, no, I don't go for harlot. I just have one girlfriend. That's still a harlot. Because that's not your wife. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh! Glorious deliverance here. Verse 27 Mm, mm, 26 again. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the most high God, come forth, come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. Hey, something has happened here. And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw these men. Upon whose bodies the fire had no power. Nor was an air of their head singed. Neither were their coats changed. Nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Oh! You know I often tell you. God did not promise you. That you will not go through the fire. But he says when you go through the fire. You shall not be burned. You see they had convictions. When they were taking them. When they were taken, they could have changed their mind and hey, hey, sir, we, we, we will now bow. This thing is very hot too. They didn't change their minds. I love men like that, I'm telling you. They stood to the hands. The, the soldiers that were taking them in probably said, see. Hey, I hope you understand what you're thinking now. And one of them would have said, stop. Maybe I bet go because that name is strange amongst the three. And says, Shadrach, Meshach. At this point, I want to back off. I think you people, the Lord be with you. (laughs) But they didn't. They bound them. Took them bound. And threw them into the fire. But the Bible says they themselves were not burnt. Only that which was used to tie them burnt up in the fire. And the Bible says there was someone else right there. The, the, The son of God. Nebuchadnezzar said. He says, the other one that I'm seeing is like, unto the Son of God. Now, some people have said that that's that's the Holy Spirit. Some people said that's um, Jesus, pre-incarnate Jesus. No, sir, he's not. He's the same person that delivered Daniel. Do you remember Daniel? Uh, In the scriptures, if you study the book of Job and several other places, angels were referred to as the sons of God. That does not mean they were born of God. But that's the name that were given. To them for instance adam was called the son of god in book of luke not because adam was born of god but because he was in image of god he was called son son of god some of you are looking at me like i'm hearing strange things now listen it's not the holy spirit that joined them in the fire god sends his angel because that's what god always does he will send an angel to rescue to deliver men let me show you what i'm saying briefly after we are almost job book of job Some of you are wondering, they said the fourth man. If I I preached it myself too, I preached it. If you listen to past messages, I preached it. The fourth man and the Holy Ghost showed up. Hey, no job, chapter number one. You have to hurry there now. Rush hour. verse verse 6 verse 6 have you found it now read it now there was a day when the sons of god came to present themselves before the lord and satan came also among them did you notice that when he says the sons of god came he's talking about angels when angels came to present themselves satan too came among them and then you read it down you go you go and do that study yourself later on you read it down you notice okay the same thing. Uh, there is no way Nebuchadnezzar could have known that Jesus, Jesus, was there. He didn't know the Holy Spirit. He says the other one that I see is like a son of God. He's talking about is like one of the sons of God. He's talking about because Nebuchadnezzar knows about. Of course, he knew about the angel. He knew about, he has gods, different gods. So he's referring to the angel of God that showed up. You remember when Daniel? Oh boy! By the way, right here, Nebuchadnezzar praised the God. Of in the book of Daniel, where we just left, praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Maybe we should read that before we leave that, place. It's, it's very sweet. That's how men will praise your God, I'm telling you. Ah! Because you have to stand for something. Do you understand? Conviction. I would never fail. I would never fail. In the name of Jesus. Conviction! You can say, I will never be poor in my life. And those who are who are together with you now say, "This guy, we will see how we will end up with all this mouth that he's making." And then when the time comes, and God leads you to praise your God and say, "Wow, eh," the guy will just meet you one day and say, "Wow, you have really changed." As you step out, you know, I'm not talking about poverty or average life. You step out of your car with your uh, Gerard, you know, and these guys are guiding you, and they say, "Ah, hey, say I know you. Hey, hey, excuse me. Ah, is this not Bustayo?" Hey, yeah! Glory to God! I said, Excuse me, you can't even recognize the guy properly. Why? Because of the way he's looking now. And you're going and you stop. And he's trying to come near, and those guys are saying, No, 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 you can't come closer. I'm uh-uh. oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me? Hey! And then the guy will come and say, you, How did it happen? He said, But do you remember I've been telling you I'll never be poor in my life? Whoa. <laughs> Woo! Then he will join you to praise your God hey mm. mm. alright let's run this part off okay verse twenty-seven. and the princes, governors and captains and the king's counselor being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power nor was an air of their head singed neither were their coats changed nor the smell of fire had passed on them then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego who had sent his angel did you see that he recognized was an angel who has sent his angel and delivered his servant that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. And their houses shall be made a dunghill, Because there is no other God that can deliver. After this sort. Sounds hallelujah. Woo! That's why I like to stand for my God. Do you understand? Hey. You know when I start talking in this place. Somebody who's not used to it. Maybe you came from a church where everything is just quiet, 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 quiet. And then the pastor doesn't talk about miracles there. He just says, Jesus will help you. Oh, you just have hope. You know, one day will be one day you will come out of your problems. One day will be one day your miracle is around the corner. One day will be one day. Ah! And he hears somebody like me talking boldly. He says, that guy is proud. Is he God? Is he the one to do it? No, sir. Because I have convictions. Do you understand? That if we say God is real. If we say God is real. Then we have to prove it. That he is real. Because there is no way we can prove it. Do you understand? He cannot be seen. With our optical eyes. We cannot touch him. We cannot feel him somebody say but with everything that he created we could have known that god is real no 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 the scientists have explanation for those things so they can't they don't believe most of them don't believe that god created everything they thought something happened a big bang, bang and then something came up and then all these thing came into being oh no how do you prove to them that god is real the power of god must be in manifestation the wonders of god must be in demonstration there's something that others will see and they will say in reality this is not ordinary do you understand what is going on convictions that's why i speak boldly and i talk about what god can do for you and not just talk about it i declare it over your life and you come back with your testimony and then you start rejoicing listen to me listen to me this week somebody is getting a financial miracle i know what i'm talking about there's a miracle money that will locate you this week. This week. Hey, just get ready for it. Get ready. Money is coming, I'm telling you. You will come back on Sunday with your testimony. You will. Hey, Lee so so, 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 so. You see, that's convictions, convictions, convictions. This was what daniel had that made him they were taking him to the to the you know they had said they had made decree they say oh no nobody should pray to any god except can you imagine to the king they should not pray to any god but to the king anybody that wants to ask anything of any god he should come and pray to the king but daniel the bible says daniel went to his house you'll find this in the sixth chapter book of daniel went to his house opened his windows he, 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 didn't, he didn't do it by mistake. He knew what he was doing. And let his door open. He said, how do you know? Because the Bible says the very men that caused the king to make the decrees came to see him. The guy knelt down. The Bible says like before, he kept praying. Three times a day. That was his method. And he didn't change it. He prayed every time. And they came and saw him and said, what? Uh-huh, we knew we would get him. Because they had thought that there is no way we could have gotten this guy except by his God. When it comes to the matter of his God, we know we can catch him. And so they went to tell the king. He said, that Daniel that you say you love so much. Because the Bible says an excellent spirit was in him. So he was preferred above others. Say, I'm full of excellence. Say, an excellent spirit is working in me. In the name of Jesus. That was what separated this Daniel. And because of that excellent spirit, the king preferred him above others. And so they knew that they were jealous of him. And they decided to set him up. And they did. And of course, the king had already signed into law. That anyone that will not bow or to come and worship him or pray to him. That one should be thrown into the den of lions. Hey, the Bible says when they told the king about Daniel. Oh, the king felt bad about it. He didn't expect that they were setting him up. He felt bad. He struggled to to deliver him. But those men reminded him, say, don't forget. Don't forget that you cannot change these laws. Oh! And then, my goodness, the king was troubled. The Bible says that night he couldn't eat. No music. Say, I don't want any music around here. He was troubled. He was thinking about Daniel. He was think- As they were taking Daniel, he said, May your God deliver you. He says, The God that you serve day and night, may he deliver you. He was restless. And they took Daniel, they were taking him. Closer to the entrance of the den, he heard. They said, Do you see that? (laughs) They said, The other fellow says, Is not one lion that is there? Change your mind now before it's too late. He heard another say, We told you, Are you going to change your mind? said, No, sir. Are you going to change? said, No, sir. Then they opened that thing and threw him in and covered the entrance with a big stone. Oh, the king could not rest. He was troubled oh and then early in the morning he quickly stood up went to the entrance to shout the name of daniel he wasn't sure what to expect daniel has your god been able to deliver you ah! he was expecting probably silence but the voice spoke up. And said, oh king. Live forever. Kaya, mama, 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 mama. Then he said, my God. And sent his angel. Do you know what happened? When Daniel got in there. An angel was already there. Waiting for him to receive him. All the lion's mouth had been padlocked. When Daniel entered the place. And the tree in You know, he, he landed. And the angel said, "Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. Ah, lions! He was looking at them. The lions could up and... <laughs> and the angel stood there and said, "Relax, sir. In the morning, you'll be out of this place." Hey, yeah. Uh, Daniel said, "I feel like sleeping. Can these lions? Can they gather themselves? I need somewhere to sleep." And then he lay there, was sleeping all the time. King was sli- the king was sleepless, no sleep. Daniel was sleeping. You never read anywhere where he was shouting, All right, they didn't kill me. Bring me out. The lions did not kill me. Bring me No, it was calm. It was the king that was sleepless. And the king came and said, Daniel! And you know, Oh, king, live for... Yeah, shout hallelujah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, men of convictions, there's something they stand for. I would never be down in my life. I would never be a victim. In the name of Jesus. You say you have conviction. You would be afraid of COVID-19. covid covid What? Are you a Christian? What happens to the Christ on the inside? Is it fake? The Bible says your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Do you know what that means? You don't understand it. You don't understand it. You thought it was just a cliche or you were just a word you were just written in the bible what a shame he said no 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 as a christian there is a, we can't be foolish now because we are christian does that not mean that we should not that's what i'm telling you that's why you need to know the word of god you cannot continue your life like this how can you put yourself among the victims are they not taking vaccines they are taking the vaccines those that are taking they are still telling them that they still need to be wearing masks they still tell them they still what's that the essence of the vaccine is that what you're going to live your life on in this kind of world You need to be smart. Take the word of God and put it in you. And live the supernatural life naturally. When you are above the systems of this world, nothing is shaking you. Do you know what it means to be? We are different. Do you understand? We are not of this world. We are of different breeds. Not to be like this world and live like them. You know, the same thing they are afraid of. We are afraid of too. What? Is something wrong with you? Don't you have Christ? It's a shame. For a Christian to be afraid of the very thing that does of the world. That means you don't understand what you receive. He said that you are born again. Maybe you are not even born again. Because if you are born again, it means that Jesus, through the Holy Ghost, has come to Tabernacle on the inside. Do you understand? It means that you carry on the inside the very presence of Almighty God. This is the presence that cannot be, the presence that cannot be defeated, cannot be infected. But you need to know. That's why we are teaching you in church. So that you can know. And when you know, you take advantage of it. So you live beyond this ordinary plane of life. Listen, listen, listen. What if, let's just think about it. What if there's one deadly thing that nobody's seen? And the thing is just killing people, killing people, killing people. It's because this one now, they are uh, able to discover it. What if there's something deadly? You know the devil has status. Just releases it in the air. And as you breathe, something happens. That's happening in the whole world. How will you escape it if you don't have the word of God in you? How will you escape it? You need to be smart. Load yourself with the word. Such that anything, no matter what comes, you will still be standing. They say, what are your convictions? They say, my conviction is that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You see why you need the word of God? But if you don't have the word of God in you, you can't help it. You will just have to be afraid. Why? Because you are feeding your fears. That's what you just have to be. No matter how you try, you will just. I will not be afraid. (laughs) I will not be afraid. You see, because you don't have the word. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and lift your hand towards heaven. And give God praise. Just appreciate him. For the word of God has come to you. Appreciate him. Because the lord is helping you build grow in his words appreciate him come on open your mouth and appreciate him everywhere this message was produced by supernatural kingdom church to get more of our messages call 0806 0087 or 816 389 Thank you and God bless you.